thank you for joining us on Love That VoiceOver, where we explore the people and projects behind the microphone. Brought to you by the talented voiceover artist, Rebecca Michaels-Haw. Hey, all you beautiful, fancy, improv smart, intelligent, fantastic listeners of Love That VoiceOver. I'm Rebecca Michaels-Haw, and I'm here to bring you another episode of Love That VoiceOver. Today's guest is American voice actress, Kay Bass. <laughs> Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Kay. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I am really honored to have you. And I say namaste. I'm very namaste. happy. <laughs> namaste. Um, I, I like yoga a lot. I think I caught that you liked yoga, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. indeed. So um, namaste is a greeting and also uh, uh, a salutation when you leave when you part ways um, in yoga and also in, I don't know if it's Buddhism or not, but um, it's a beautiful saying, as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong, it means uh, my my inner soul salutes your inner soul. Yep. Something like that. Basically. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Absolutely. Sort of honoring the other, the, the, the spirit of the other person. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So namaste to every listener as well. <laughs> but we're going to talk about voiceover now. So yes. <laughs> let me give a brief bio of Kay so you understand why I have invited her to participate as a guest on Love That VoiceOver. Um, she was, let me just give you some background. She was raised in Santa Barbara, California, another native Californian. Me too. I was born in uh, San Gabriel. But Santa Barbara is much prettier. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. San Gabriel pretty beautiful oh well i guess the mountains in san gabriel are gorgeous yeah so, so is the yeah. smog oh wait wait no not anymore right um anyway not so bad <laughs> not, not so, so bad. bad you're right <clears throat> uh Kay trained in the bfa that's bachelor's of fine arts acting program at the university of southern california Pre- prestigious usc and study philosophy at ucla Kay is also a writer and a poet and a mom Kay is the female voice of the Tennis Channel, the female imaging voice for Q107 Toronto, and narrates the insanely popular TV series, (laughs) The Property Brothers, on HGTV, seasons one through four. She was the female voice of DirecTV from 2009 to 2013. And now let's talk about a little bit more things that she does. She does hundreds of TV and radio commercials, or has, and continues to do, including... Names that you've probably heard of, like McDonald's, Barilla Pasta, Hidden Valley Ranch, Intuit, Kaiser Permanente, Apple Computers, Jurgens, Toyota, Hyundai, Big Old Tires, Oster Small, Appli- Oster Small Appliances, Curves Fitness, Sears Optical, and Southern California Edison. Not only has she done that, <laughs> she's done promos for CNN, ABC, CBS, Fox, NBC, Comedy Central, the, Disco- the Disney Channel, and CTV News Canada. Oi! Yeah. Or, or what, what do you say? Eh? Eh? CTV News, eh? Eh? In Canada, eh? I'm sorry. There it is. That's what I was looking for. Don't mean to insult all my Canadian friends. (laughs) No, but it's an SCTV reference. She has narrated documentaries, too, airing on HGTV, the Discovery Channel, WE Women's Entertainment, E! Entertainment Channel, and the Learning Channel. 
Talk about a goddess voiceover. (laughs) Oh, my God. Seriously, those are just amazing credits. And Kay also does private voiceover coaching and frequently sings. She does background vocals uh, in the Los Angeles area for a childhood friend, actor and singer-songwriter. Can you say her name? Because I know I'll mess it up. Yeah, sure. Kathleen Wilhoit. Wilhoit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the last thing that's a kind of a side note for our conversation, but was something we were talking about a lot, was um, that Kay just published her first book of poetry in 2011. Yeah. So congratulations on everything so far. And and that is absolutely why we wanted to talk to you some more. Um, Thank you. Very impressive. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's work, you know, (laughs) and it's, you know, it's, it's taken place over the span of of quite a number of years. So, but, but I realize it's like, you know, you put it all together and it's like, wow, that's a nice body of work. (laughs) It's very exciting. It's very exciting. Um, Some folks follow along online while they Mm -hmm. listen to the show. So they can go to your website at Mm -hmm. com. That's spelled K-A-Y-B-E-S-S dot com. Do you have a Twitter account? I I do. And it's it's my name. It's K-Bess. Okay, great. K-A-Y-B-E-S-S. At K-Bess. Great. So people can find you on Twitter and you can go to her website and listen to her demos and see her bio there. Now, Now, in our interview, Kay and I are going to cover a lot of stuff, but I think that what you'll find is a terrific adventure of how she has arrived where she is. Her profound or pivotal moments we'll talk about, who or what was particularly instrumental in her path, and where she is headed. And we'll also have a little fun with our standard love that voiceover quiz at the end. <laughs> now, before we get too far started, I wanted to give a shout out um, to Andrew Hale of Burger Palace Audio and Tom Pinto, former guest here at Love That Voiceover. I love both those guys. And they also brought me to you, Kay Best. They are both fantastic people. Tom was my first real voiceover teacher. And I met Andrew a few years ago, I think on Facebook. And he is just, oh my gosh, what a fantastic human being he is. And and very talented, both of them. Yeah. Um, um, So they're sort of at, you know, two ends of my of my career at the at this moment, That's which is right. really sweet. Huh? They yeah, sandwich I mean, you. <laughs> exactly. It's a KB Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're both fantastic people. So yeah. That's so a great. shout That's out great. to Andrew. Andrew does Burger Palace audio. You can look that up on Google. He also does some workshops, which you have taught at. And mm, yeah. so has Tom and And that's kind of how he brought me to you because I got an email about his workshop with Tom and you. And I said, well, who's Kay Bess? I want to find out about her. (laughs) (laughs) Since I couldn't attend, uh, that's how we got connected. And, of course, shout out to Tom Pinto. Tom Pinto. Woo, woo, woo. So now back to Kay. I mentioned many well-known names in your bio of commercials, uh, promos, TV narration. And they seem to be the prominent categories do you work in games or animation, though? Um, I I have not worked in animation, um, and it, and it's actually something um, when when we talk about where you headed, um, that that's something that I'm kind of right. dipping my toe into the pool. Um, 
so and that's a that's a really uh, that's a really interesting um, venture for me for someone who's been involved in other areas of voiceover for so long, um, and I know so many people who do animation because our paths cross um, in narration sure. and commercial stuff. Um, but it's but it's a really a brand new place for me, and so I'm it's I'm green. I'm a beginner. I'm I'm you know starting at Amazing. the very beginning so of the starting line, that. and and it's kind of you know on the one hand it's. I think to myself, what are you doing? You know, you, you do this other stuff. You want to stress you just... yourself like this? <laughs> yeah. Um, and at the same time, it kind of makes you feel, um, well, it's the juxtaposition, right? It makes me feel old because I've <laughs> done all this other stuff for so long. But then it makes me feel like a kid that I'm just starting something new and that I think it's really good. It's really good to be supple and learn new things and try new things and step out into areas where you're fearful and have a little trepidation because that's the only way that you grow. So I, so I'm, I look forward to it in that regard. I've, I've actually just started a, a, an at home class in animation with Pat Fraley, who's a, just, again, oh. someone I've known for, for a couple decades and, um, and he's so fantastic and, you know, just, just, uh, you know, what a skill set there, oh, right? Yeah, and so, he's a king. He's a king. Yeah, he's, he's one king. of our so, one of our regal types in the yeah, industry. Yeah, and such a great human being. Um, and so, uh, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm starting fresh there in that area. And um, and then games. I've done a couple of games, but it's it's it was quite a few years ago, kind of when gaming was just 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 starting, just, really, just kind of starting. And um, and again, it's one of those things where I had this, I'm a little slow, you know, I'm a little, um, I'm a late bloomer. And uh, it takes me a while to put two and two together sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I took a couple of um, private coaching classes with, oh my gosh, a wonderful actor, Zach Hanks. And I realized like, duh, gaming and animation for that matter, but gaming is acting. It's yeah. acting. It's it's. That's why I came to Los Angeles. I mean, that was my major in college. I was on stage. I, you know, those are the She's things that I did, and it was, yeah. So it's, it's so it's one of those things. Like, oh yeah, oh the light right. bulb went off. Oh, yeah. and how long did that take me? I mean, well, that's the weird just, that's part crazy. is, yeah, because you don't think of voices <laughs> in games. At least you know when they were first starting all this stuff, it didn't seem to connect. I get that. You know, because there there weren't these deep stories, at least on the outside, it didn't seem like it. If you weren't a big gaming player, right, you probably right. wouldn't have known. And right, I'm assuming exactly. you probably fall into that category. Yes, I do. I do fall into that category. And um, and the other thing is just it, it, it really it really marks the um, the differences between the subsets of the voiceover world. Yeah. Um, in that. When you're working in promo and when you're working in commercial, your relationship to the microphone is so close. It's so intimate. Mm. And, and the microphone is placed such that it's picking up all these little nuances that are, you know, in your throat and that you that you might not pick up if you weren't so close to to a microphone. Yeah. And, and with gaming, the the microphone is inconsequential. It's it has nothing to do with anything. I it's see sort of that. Just you can see that on the YouTube the room. stuff. Yeah. And so, so my first stumbling block was sort of, well, what, what do I do with the mic? Like, <laughs> What's my relationship? Just, my intimate, it, my intimate this, friend is yeah. gone. <laughs> it, I know. And then it was like, you know, I think it was one of the first things that Zach said to me, like, well, well 
d- nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, what are you worried about the mic for? Well, because I'm, I just realized I'm so acclimated yeah. to promo. So yeah. Getting really close on the microphone. And, um, yeah, yeah. So it's, it was just a funny thing. And it just, it's, uh, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm well, you know, what you just gave ways, us <laughs> is kind of a golden nugget about how we, um, in our careers in voiceover, we always start where we have our strength and right. we develop from there to the places where we want to explore once we feel solid in something and we feel we have our foundation and we have our income and we've established our business. And then you want to explore and have more advantage. Well, some people do. And that's what you're talking yeah. about. And it's wonderful to see uh, what we have opportunities to do continuously in this career. I, I totally yeah. get oh, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. I just wanted to give you some background info. This is my VO passion project. It's my way to give back to the VO community, which has given me so much. So many fabulous people have helped me, given me advice, mentored me. So I want to take this moment to thank you for listening. I wanted to thank you for listening because I can't even believe it. But as of this point, with two years running, the show has gotten over 75,000 downloads. 75,000 downloads. Thank you so much. I really am thrilled that you're so engaged. I'd like to know what you enjoy, how you're listening. I want to connect on social media and talk about, you know, whatever. So on Twitter, you can find the show at LoveThatVO, at LoveThatVO. Follow me. Let me know you're a listener. I'll follow you back. It'd be great to have a conversation about whatever. On Facebook, it's two places. There's a page called Love That Voiceover and a Facebook group by the same name. So come hang out with us, make some posts, tell me what you're thinking, and please do subscribe and rate Love That Voiceover on iTunes and Blog Talk. If you want to receive show summaries per guest with links to each episode based on that one guest, then sign up for the newsletter. It's Love That Voiceover's newsletter. Go to lovethatvoiceover.com and enter your lovely email. It's really obvious how to do it. One last thing. It's voiceover improvisation. You've probably heard about it. You might have fears. You might have joys. You might have complete wild abandon. That's fantastic. Well, back in 2013, I created Love That Improv VO. I was really lonely and I wanted some VO playmates live to do voiceover improv. Just like the stage in-person improv stuff, but I adapted it for audio only because nobody out there was doing it and I had to have it. So I made it myself. So come play with me. Come play with us doing voiceover improvisation online. Probably at least 100 VO peeps have tried some aspect of it. People basically just don't know about it yet. So check it out, lovethatimprovvo.com, or if that's too hard, just voimprov.com, <laughs> and check it out. And follow on Twitter, at voimprov. Thanks. Thanks for indulging me. Back to the show. And we're back. You're, you're getting into the games and animation aspect. You've been in commercials, promos, and TV narration. Now, y- unique to you, but very similar to some other people that we've talked to and that we know in the industry, that you have a singing capability, that music is mm-hmm. part of your life, you know. Does that yeah. fit in or cross over into voiceover for you personally? 
It hasn't. Oh, okay. Uh, it hasn't. Um, I think I did. Oh, gosh, I think I did. Uh, I wish I could remember the name of the, the product, but I, I think I sang. I sang one, uh, one radio spot for... Oh my gosh! It was some barbecue sauce or something like that, <laughs> um, and uh, and I had I I think they ended up using my audition, um, but it was a, it was a very it was funny. It wasn't a sort of serious singing thing, but it was one of those things like, well, you know, we want you to be able to carry a tune, but this is, you, we need you to be a mom, right, a singing mom, right, right, know? right, so, right. Um, but but that's that's kind of the that's the only instance um, in which I've in which I've done singing. Although when I very very first oh before I even moved to Los Angeles, I was singing jingles uh, in Santa Barbara, um, and and that's that was great. actually. So, so singing a couple of jingles was actually my introduction into voiceover because the advertising agency, the, the, the director there, the, the producer just asked me while you're here, would you just read that little part in between, you know, the break in the, in the, in the lyrics and the song? Sure. I'll do that. So that, that ended up being my, um, my Entree. first voiceover, which wow. was, which was for, uh, which was for Apollo Airways, which of course doesn't exist anymore, but, <laughs> um, but that was that was the very first time so it sort of came by way of singing a jingle that's but cool. but i haven't you know it, it hasn't really um it re- really hasn't no played a part that. but that's a huge part actually <laughs> yeah well and that's one of the things also along with animation that i think well i really need to put together a singing demo because i do sing and yeah. there's no reason for me not there's no reason for that not to play a part in it because certainly there's a lot of singing and animation too so it should be known you know that i that I sing. So that's, that's again, that's sort of a piece of the, it's of a future, the future to do. It's on there. our to do yeah. list. Instead on my to do list or, or bucket list. I hate the bucket list concept. I actually, I've, I've changed I like my mind at first. Do, yeah. I liked it because I want the list of things to do, but I don't want it to be the bucket list. I don't, yeah, I don't like want it in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you kind of, then you kick the bucket. Yeah, I don't want to, exactly. that's I don't, I don't want to, I don't want buckets. <laughs> <laughs> forget the bucket. <laughs> yeah. Forget the buckets. We like the it's a list. list. <clears throat> um, Great. So um, now just kind of to, to frame it, I love to ask this to everybody when I can remember of all the VO work that you do, if you thought of it like as a whole 100%, what percent of the total goes into each aspect? So like if you were to carve it out into commercials or promos or TV narration, what's the percentage breakout? Oh my goodness, that it rough, it's, you know, rough. I, it well, yeah. I have to say, I think with those three categories, it's pretty equal parts. Oh, okay. Um, Ten years ago, I would have said to you, it's primarily commercial. Mm-hmm. I think with the onslaughts of all the cable shows, um, all the home improvement shows, all the cooking shows, the HGTV and the Style Network and and all those kinds of shows that give opportunity to do hour-long narration stuff, that's been added to my plate over the last decade or so. Yeah. Um, and, and in a good portion. And commercial work has really kind of narrowed a little bit. And I think that's just because the playing field has gotten so much bigger um, that there are more people going after fewer jobs. And so that means th- those of us who, who do commercial work are doing a little less of it just by virtue of the number of people who've, who've entered the market. So I, I would say probably the narrowest piece, if I could say the smallest piece of that pie would be promo. Although I was having a conversation with my friend, Carrie Tom and another fantastic voice, voice actress. Mm-hmm. Um, 
uh, about what promo means, what that, what that, what's a promo these days? And in my head, a promo is ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox network. That's what I think of as promo. But the truth of the matter is the work that I do for the tennis channel is promo work. Uh, They are short spots that promote the channel. And that's essentially what a promo is, right? An interstitial. It's basically saying what's coming up. That's right. And the same with DirecTV. When I did DirecTV stuff, all of that aired only on in those households that carried DirecTV. So it was a promotional for yeah. their channel, right? For for their service. Yeah. So so if I look at it in those terms, it's like, well, promo is a big chunk, but you know, I just had my I realized my mind was on. You narrowed it down to I just broadcast. It. Yeah. No. Yes, totally. Exactly. Totally. Which with is you an, on that. Which is. Yeah, it's an older model. It right? is an, it's older, an older model, model of, of what promo Before is. Before so, the cable um, pr- proliferation, like you said, like a 10 years ago yeah. kind of aspect versus... And I think, I don't know, this is something we'll talk about. Um, <clears throat> you know, you just mentioned how commercials aren't as big of a piece of the pie. And probably it's because of the proliferation of people coming into the scene and being competitive um, and yes. offering more choices, perhaps yes. at different rates, uh, a lot of things going non-union because you are SAG-AFTRA. Yes. And I have another question, but I wanted to ask this. I've jumped to this, the business changes that you've seen then, because you've been Mm. in the business, I think you said it was 20 years. Yeah, over. You you basically, this has (laughs) been your career. So (laughs) This has been my career. Yeah. So right out of college, basically, you told us about that Santa Barbara moment where you were singing jingles and then the voiceover started to bridge over, bridge you into L.A., et cetera, and you had acting on your mind. So... Um, you know, everybody knows what's changed in general. We know how digital technology has changed the platform that we're all working on, the access, and home studios are now the norm, not the abnormal. So all of that has shifted everything. For you in particular, though, you know, maybe there have been some particular changes that you think have been important or you think of right now. Well, all of those that you mentioned triggered what I think is um, it's funny it, it all of those things that you mentioned have weight and bear on on how we work and how much work we have and where the work comes from and the fact that we now we're not only voice actors we're editors because we sit and we do and we upload and and we do all that stuff which is you know you have to be willing to gain new skill sets right in order to yeah <clears throat> in order to 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 keep working yeah um, but the biggest change for me, um, has been has been a social one in that um, oh. in that we the I grew up in the in voiceover in the late 80s and into the 90s that was kind of my uh, my young life in in voiceover and the lobby at at agencies was so pivotal um, to our sense of community and what we did and who was who was out there and the friends you made and and I still all my dearest friends in voiceover are people I met at the lobby of whatever <laughs> agency I was in and and I I just um, I miss that yeah. and I think there are a lot of people who miss that. And um, yeah. we kind of long for it, you know, and 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 folks who kind of came in uh, in the mid, you know, 2000, 2006 and so, sort of onward don't have that experience at all. It's a very solitary experience um, and you have no sense of of where kind of where you are in the in the order of things. And so that was a really big, a really big shift. And I 
look for ways to continue and to create that sense of community um, because I, I just think it's so important. It, 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 we don't want to be isolated in a way Absolutely. And, and wonder, you know, who does what and who is that person? And, and because we start to create images of people that aren't real and sort of <laughs> what their lives are like. And so it was like we all came together. Or we feel we, like I they're mean, Darth Vader's out there. You know? Yeah, right. I mean, it's funny. I can't, I was trying to think of who I was talking to about, uh, you know, the fact that uh, my, uh, I was with um, Sutton, Barth, and Venari for many years, a fantastic agency, and mm-hmm. I love them all there so much. Um, but they, you know, they've seen me through two marriages <laughs> and the birth of my one child and, you know, like all these pivotal life yeah. moments, you know, that... Yeah. that are just important to the to the to the social aspect of your life and and which also and overlaps with your business. It does. It does. And so that's the biggest change for me and and one that I um I feel very fortunate that I got that and that I have so many friends in voiceover who are at different agencies, you know, and now and um it doesn't matter, you know. We, yeah. we all still you know the occasions that we we come together at a at a casting house it's like, "Well, it's so great to see you." But it used to be that way all the time. Yeah. You know, it used to be, you know, that's where you saw your friends. Yeah, it's completely um, changed that entire yeah, aspect and, of the business. And I, so I think any way that any way that you can find your tribe, I yeah. guess, is sort of the new the new phrase. And I I I know people do that on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, which is re- which is good. It's different. You know, I you can't make judgments about is this one better or that one better, but however you can do that. Well, and that it would does, be a and it does advice. it like, does uh, don't isolate Right, don't mm-hmm. isolate. And there are there's yeah. a there's a VO peeps in uh, Southern mm-hmm. California. Um, right. There's a Dallas meetup for VO peeps be people. Uh, they don't call it that. Dallas meetup, I think they call it for voiceover, which is pretty big. Is there one in Atlanta too? Yes, is, did I? yes. There's yeah. a there's a meetup in Atlanta. There's a Burbank yeah. one that I know has a group on Facebook. So definitely, we are <laughs> we are tribal people because we yeah. start to we start to nest in other ways if we don't do it in the uh, in the lobbies of the casting yeah. offices. Yeah, I think we're all we're all actors, and and a piece of a piece of acting, a huge piece of acting, is our interaction with other people, and you know, so uh, so that's I, I think that's the biggest shift and. And um, be, because, as you say, all the other things, they certainly have come to bear. You know, just the fact that we're we're sitting, you know, I'm sitting here with my microphone in my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> my closet, yeah, yeah. you know, my little closet <laughs> studio. Right. Um, and, and what the Internet has done and how how really when I started, it was it was like the, if you wanted a voice actor, if you wanted to be a voice actor or if you wanted to find one, you went to Chicago, New York, L.A. That's it. And, right. there was, and then there was a, a very small pool of people who worked in in those cities. And um, and consequently, it, it was kind of standard to say, well, yeah, it's about one in 10 of how many auditions I, I would book. Uh, right. And yeah. that was that was kind of true of everybody. Right. And and the 10 people at the casting house who came in to read for something, we all knew we all knew each other. We all knew we could. Each of us could do the job, uh, and it was just whether or not it was your turn. You know, whether whether there was a little fairy dust sprinkled on your head that day, and you're the one who who booked the job. Right. So it's it's you know it's now you're auditioning against hundreds, if not thousands. I I would venture to say, given yeah. that auditions are opened up to agencies all across the country, and with Voice Bank and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's amazing. That's a huge huge paradigm shift that in and of itself. Yeah. 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 Well, we're going to take a quick break and talk about paradigm shifts that you've lived through besides that one. Until next time. Thanks for listening to lovethatvoiceover.com. 
Lots of love to you. You sexy, beautiful, adorable person. Take care.